Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the MFAB Podcast, we watch 2022's Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. So get ready to come muster and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome What's back. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just let me fucking say it. Okay. Go, go, go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movies from A to B Podcast, better known as the MFAB Podcast. As always, I'm Aaron. Joined by and my co-host, I'm Gavin. Gavin, yep. as always. Joined by Mike. <laughs> joined, well, I, am I not joined by you? Well, yeah, but you don't have to say that. They know. I don't know. We're not in the same room. I know. We started doing this since we started doing the Zoom one, so it's like <laughs> we're not joined, actually. <laughs> but now we're, that we're not joined, we're going to say we're joined. We're joined in heart. In the inside. Okay, hold on. You want to start this over? I don't know. I kind of like it. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I got a lot to cut out then. <laughs> All right. Whatever. Or just leave it in. I'm sure everybody <laughs> loves it. Okay. All right. What are we doing today, man? I think it's a B-side day today. So this is Fuck your yeah, pick. Yeah, it's a B-side day. And, We're making uh, this fucking special. You want me to uh, tell everybody what it yeah. is? Or... Okay. Do it to it, buddy. Gavin's choice this week was 2022's Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, directed by Daniels, which means uh, two guys named Daniel, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. It stars the Daniels. Yeah, the Daniels. It stars Michelle Yao, Stephanie Hsu, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kay Hoi Kwan, um, and James Hong. And, uh, there's some other people too but yeah this was a very underrated under the radar movie and that's why i felt it needed to be a b-side definitely i'm well we'll get to my review obviously at the end but i'm very glad you picked this movie um yeah i know i had briefly heard about it earlier this year but yeah i just kind of flew under the radar and then had no idea what this was yeah, about. I definitely so. went and saw in theaters. Yeah. Um, jumping right into it, I guess. The first thing when I hit play on the DVD, I saw A24. Anytime I see that, I know I'm going to be happy. Uh, I have, yeah, it's almost a guaranteed thing. Yeah, I have yet to be let down by any of their movies. So right off the bat, I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. Um so yeah this opening scene we are we're in like a cluttered apartment business uh we see our main character yeah it's yeah it's like they're working out of home you know yeah but well we'll find out about that i guess yeah we meet our main character uh evelyn and her husband uh, waymond made me laugh this whole movie because i just thought it was somebody with a speech impediment trying to say raymond and everybody fucking hates Raymond. <laughs> I forgot you hate that guy. <laughs> he knows what yeah, he fucking Everybody did. hates Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're going over their finances and shit. Uh, we kind of see something about divorce papers. Um, just kind of. A- yeah, they have uh, some kind of meeting coming up. And 
they're not really talking about what it is. It has to do with their business. Yeah. And you can kind of tell Evelyn has like, you know, these daddy issues that aren't really addressed. Yeah. And Wayman just seems like he's kind of like this bumbling, doting husband, you know? Yeah. He just wants everything to be happy and go lucky and fucking she's yeah. like, no, shit serious, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you can definitely tell everything's kinda in a in a disarray. Her daughter Joy shows up and her daughter's girlfriend, Becky. Um which I'm guessing doesn't happen too much in whatever culture they are, Chinese. Yeah, yeah I was going to say we should probably bring that up. They are Chinese. Um, so yeah, Becky is a is a white girl. A gringo. Yeah. Um, we then get to see they run a laundromat. So they're like living in the back end of a laundromat slash dry cleaners. I think they got like the whole apartment upstairs, laundry mat downstairs type of thing. Yeah. Um, it's very hectic. She's bouncing all over the place. They're trying to prepare for a Chinese New Year party or all their customers are invited for. Um, we meet one of the characters, side characters, Big Nose. <laughs> yeah, Big Nose. Yeah. Who is Jenny Slate. I actually love her, like all the work she's ever done. She was on SNL. Oh. She voices character in Big Mouth. Um, was she in Parks and Rec? Yes, she was okay. uh, John Ralphio's sister. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's very funny. She's good at everything she does. She played a really, really good character. We'll get to her in a little bit. So, yeah. And this whole time, this whole time when uh, you're meeting Becky and uh, Joy, Joy really wants her grandpa to meet Becky as like her girlfriend and not just a friend. Mm -hmm. And the whole time Evelyn's just kind of like skirting this issue. Yeah. And a uh, bunch of chaos happening. And then uh, we cut to Evelyn, Wayman, and uh, Gong Gong, the dad, who's played by James Hong. They are going to this meeting, which is at the IRS. Basically, yeah. uh, well, the first time we meet Gong Gong, he comes downstairs and he's like this total dickbag. You can kind of tell he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. That's the impression I got anyways. Yeah. And then they had that really cool opening shot where uh, it's Evelyn sitting at the table and it's just covered in fucking receipts and it was just everything. Oh, yes. Yeah. Part one. Which is Every, everything. Yeah. yeah. Part yep. one. Yeah. But, uh, when they're at the IRS, she's got this uh well she they go into the elevator and in the elevator waymond what i called it was he kind of like trances yeah and goes into like a different mode because they did show this once i don't know if you caught it earlier but uh on the security cameras where he kind of like yep. trances out and does all these kung fu flips and shit just yep. to grab something and you know comes back yep i saw or that he grabs I'm his like, fanny pack yeah i was like parkour <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> but yeah, he like kind of snaps, looks at Evelyn, gives her some like what look like Bluetooth earbuds and uh, gives her some notes as to what to do and tells her um, this is what you'll see. She kind of like re-sees her life. Like flash. Yeah, like all her of her life flashes back. And I love it how the first thing you see is her coming out of the womb yeah. and the doctor saying, sorry, it's a girl. 
<laughs> um, I can really tell you're in China. Yeah. We kind of see things like her, her leaving, her, her meeting Wayman, her dad not being okay with it, and then her leaving with Wayman, leaving the family behind, and then her dad being sick or whatever and having to come stay with them. Just very briefly kind of get a gist of what her life's been like. Um, and then they like go to their super flashback. Yeah. And then they go to their audit with the IRS. And uh, I have written down, holy shit, is that Jamie Lee Curtis? Because she looks awful. And <laughs> no I, shit. I know that's how the character is supposed to be made up. But yeah, it took me a second to realize it was her. Um, basically, she's been writing off business expenses for shit that shouldn't really be a business expense. So yeah like her hobbies and things well yeah. stuff she wants to make a go at but it's not really good at you know yeah or not super good at it yeah this is when she kind of looks down at that paper that was given to her by waymond in the elevator and she follows the steps on there first step is switch shoes onto the wrong feet then envision yourself in the janitor closet and then press the green button on the uh bluetooth and she kind of gets sucked into the janitor's closet her reality kind of splits yeah so he kind of explained this to her in the elevator too he was like you can you have two choices you know you can either go to your meeting or go in the janitor's closet she's like why the fuck would i go in the janitor's closet that's stupid yeah very you're a dumbass very matrixy almost like take the blue pill or take the red pill so yeah briefly kind of learn about different universes the multiverses and all that fun stuff this whole time we're splitting through like her at the meeting in the audit with you know jamie lee curtis and then her in the janitor's closet talking with waymond about how the universe is in danger and she's the only one who can save it you know that's a classic the one you know storyline and it's gonna be kind of hard to talk about some things just because the splits happen so simultaneously and um but definitely we'll try to do our best about it but basically he tells her yeah you have to help us fight some evil you're the only one that can do it and she's like me no whatever um we cut back to jamie lee curtis's character dd deidre is that her name deidre yeah miss deidre yep she uh shows off her irs auditor of the year awards which are clearly butt plugs. Yes, giant like I, butt plugs. I, I don't know what trophy company made these and was like, this is a good idea. <laughs> yep. But they are clearly butt plugs on pedestals. Yes. Uh, which is a really good metaphor for how the IRS just fucks you in the ass pretty yeah, much. So. Just straight in the ass. Yep. Um, we snap Evelyn, back to uh, the closet where pretty much the audit lady Deidre breaks in and kills Waymond kills him, yep. and then kills her. Yeah. So but before that, Waymond is all like, you know, this is just a burner universe, which, you know, they created by doing whatever wacky shit were on the instructions. Yep. So, uh, so yeah, she kind of gets a little spooked, snap back to the main re- universe reality. Waymond has convinced her to give, give them until 6 PM to finish their, their taxes or whatever get everything in order so as they're leaving she sees deidre like uh 
walking very angrily towards her, almost like the Deirdre she saw in that Burner universe. Yeah. Well, and Wayman had said, you will know when to fight. So. Yep. so she sees this as like, oh, this is the moment. So she straight up punches her in the face. Decks her. It's fucking yep. beautiful. But, uh, one problem, this wasn't the time to fight. So yeah. she's yeah, well, Deidre has a little fit, and then security gets called up, and then uh, Wayman kind of turns into this badass after he eats some chapstick. Yeah, he uh, decides uh, he's going to help escape, you know, because yep. he's switched into the other Wayman now. Mm-hmm. You can tell because he, he takes off his glasses every time he switches to Alpha Wayman. Yep. Puts and him yeah, in eats a big old chunk of fucking chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> takes off his fanny pack and literally becomes like a god of fighting. <laughs> yes, with the fanny pack. Like, I have fanny pack, epic fanny pack fight written down. And, like, yeah, just really good fight scene with the security guards. Um, this whole scene. I wrote speak- down a fanny pack attack. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> this whole scene, we have uh, this evil that Wayman talked about trying to find. Um, Evelyn, who uh, Jobu, Jobu, Jobu Tubaki. Yep. That uh, it takes the form of Evelyn's daughter Joy. Which so. I don't know if this is one of my favorite actual like visual scenes in the movie. Was when uh, Jobu is standing over there. And she's like, they might be close though, and she switches between different universes by tilting her head. Yeah. And that like, was it was just it was a really fucking beautiful shot i thought it was awesome it was really oh creative. yeah it was very great because every time she switches her head like she's, she's in a different universe she stays the same but like every part of the background is a different universe and it's just so quick just snap 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 boom and yeah, yeah that was really cool and she ends on joy and becky at a bar having a yeah. drink because oh that's the part we skipped over when uh Evelyn comes up to say something profound to Joy before she leaves, and instead she just calls her fat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're fat. You eat too much. <laughs> You're getting too fat. You need to eat healthier. Yeah. So during this, we kind of learn more about these multiverses. There's the Alpha verse and Alpha Waymond, like you just mentioned. He's the one that's trying to help Evelyn out. And we kind of get a more exp- explanation of this verse jumping. Um, basically, you can jump universes that uh, are created anytime you do something that splits off into a different universe and the way to jump versus is by doing something totally wacky and unexpected like the least yeah. reasonable thing they have uh these jump pads they call them where yeah. it's like you got to do a certain thing and you don't jump you your head jumps to that universe and you pretty much gain all the knowledge of their special skills and what they can do and yeah it all gets transferred to you yeah and uh we'll get we'll get to more of that here in just a second but yeah so as they're running running through the building trying to escape here they tell waymond oh you need to have paper cuts on all four of your in between all four of your fingers well they run into miss deidra miss deidra first. yeah yep and she staples a piece of paper to her head <laughs> and then first jumps essentially right in front of them. Okay. So yeah. then she gains some kind of powers, which we don't know right away. And that's when Wayman has to first jump to 
be something more agile and quicker to kick her ass, you know? Yeah. And which involves the paper cuts. Yeah. Yep. And just, I know paper cuts suck and it's just so hard to watch somebody like give themselves paper cuts. Oh my God. It is yeah. so <laughs> terrible. Yes. Oh, in between every, the fingers too. Every oh. time he swiped, even if it didn't cut, I was like, why are you doing this? Yes. Don't do this. Uh, yeah. So they kind of tell Evan, like, you need to verse jump. You need to, you know, get your skills up. And they tell her, well, tell Deidre that you love her. Yeah, that's and Evelyn's jump pad is she's got the authentically tell Deidre that she loves her. Yeah. So at first she's like, some fucking... I love you. Like, <laughs> no, I don't fucking work. So yeah, yeah, I love you. Please don't kill me. So yeah. eventually she does right as she's about to get punched in the face, right? Well, you got to tell him what uh, Deidre turned into. What did she turn into? She turned into a fucking professional wrestler. Deidre did? Oh, yeah, Yeah, that's right. That was her verse jump. She was going to do a backbreaker on Wayman, remember? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yep. And then she's, yeah, she's doing all kinds of like posing and shit and fucking. Yeah. It's like old school professional wrestler. I'm surprised you didn't catch that. Okay, oh, yeah. wrestling. Yeah, I remember it. I just I don't think I didn't write it down. Like, there's so much stuff in this movie. I didn't know what to write down, what not to, and I didn't want 80 pages of notes, you know. So, but yeah. So Evelyn, I got one page. <laughs> Evelyn does finally get the jump. There jumps universes to this kung fu universe where she's a kung fu master. Uh, gets in kung fu movies she's a big star well she pretty much sees her entire life run through again except this time she didn't stay with waymond and yep. she decided to go it on her own and stay home yeah and that's when she almost got mugged in an alley and fucking learned a kung fu master saved her and fucking she'd learned kung fu and became like this superstar actress yeah snap back to the uh main universe now she's ingested all this kung fu um knowledge she can fight deidre yeah right before getting her fucking face smashed in with a flying knee yeah (laughs) like she gains all this knowledge and just kind of like swipes it to the side you know nonchalantly sends her flying into the fucking wall oh yeah just kicks the shit out of her it's the fight scenes in this are fucking badass yes yes there's another one coming up yeah in a little bit that uh was one of my favorites um yeah wayman gives her a little little bit more explanation on things as to why who this jobu is what happened um the evelyn in the alphaverse pushed joy too much and that's why this evil jobu slash joy wants to destroy evelyn basically well evelyn created jobu yeah you know, mm-hmm. by yeah, pushing her daughter to the yep. brink and beyond, and that center mind completely fractured. So she sees all universes all the time. Yeah, and that's why she's so fucking terrifying. Yeah. So Joe Joy or Joe Boo arrives at the IRS office, and she's dressed as Elvis with a baby pig. Yeah. And uh, it's adorable. And I have- and I have written down, this is when shit gets fucking nuts. 
Yeah, I literally wrote down like craziness ensues. I have written down conga, wrestling, ketchup, dildos, golfer, hot dog fingers. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, what? And I'm like, that's the best way to explain it. All that <laughs> shit fucking happened. <laughs> she just starts verse jumping and she's a, a, a conga dancer. Then she's a luchador. She's like literally changing reality around her as shit happens, yeah. which is like the most awesome superpower in the world i would think yeah to be able to turn anything into anything ever yeah you know? um the hot dog fingers got me the universe where everybody's hands are just giant costco hot dogs yeah instead of uh <laughs> you know human apes surviving a different version of human apes with just like these long dangly fucking did you catch that that reference oh the 2001 yeah reference? Yeah. yeah of course yeah nice um so yeah jobu kind of shows eve what she's building it's this uh quote-unquote bagel she put everything it, on a bagel it's fucking my literal notes for that whole scene is dildo beat down hot dog <laughs> fingers and finger badge <laughs> yes yes she shows her this through that little that trick you did as a kid like oh this is what a vagina looks like give me your hand put your you know, hands yeah. together and yeah, put and them yeah oh god <laughs> so uh yeah she basically shows her this this void of everything this everything bagel that time. and it all collapsed in on itself yeah and she feels that the meaning of everything because of this is that nothing, nothing fucking matters yep nothing matters so uh, this is when alpha gong gong shows up and saves Alpha Evelyn and Alpha Waymond. Um, I reason... called them. Uh, I called them Mecha Gong Gong. Yeah. And later on, I felt like it was better used later in the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That was the best way for him to show up in his like rocket boosted wheelchair. Just yeah. <laughs> just takes her the fuck out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then we kind of learned why this Evelyn is the one suit to fighters because. She's literally the worst Evelyn in every universe. Like yeah, she's, well, she's not good at anything. Every time she made a decision, the Evelyn that branched off went off and did something great. And yeah. she's just always been like the steady, like bad at everything. Yeah. I'm like, that's gotta be fucking depressing to hear. Oh, it's super depressing. <laughs> like, she's, yeah. I, I don't want to use this term, but I'm gonna because it kind of describes it. She's a jack of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. So she knows how to get by with a little bit of every one of them, but she's yep. not spectacular at any of them, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, at this point, Jobu appears in the Alphaverse to where Alpha Waymond like, actually is and kind of starts fucking with them. We cut back to Evelyn with real the real joy and real Wayman and kind of she tries to explain all these multiverses to them. Yeah, because um, yeah, all the alphas left, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yep. And when she's explaining it to them, she's it's like they're having a stroke. Essentially, that's yeah. how I feel. Uh, like we're yeah. having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Everything um, you're trying to explain to me is fucking nonsense. Yeah. And then, Gong Gong tells Evelyn, you know, the only way to do this, you, you should probably kill kill Joy. Yeah, because Alpha Gong Gong never left. 
yeah he stayed there and he hands her a razor and she's like or he's like you know you gotta you gotta kill her here so she has one less place to go to yeah which makes sense but like evelyn looks like she's about to do it and i'm like fucking no what are you doing that's your daughter yeah no shit and she doesn't she just cuts her free from the tape that she tied her up with um at this point gong gong tries to kill her but eve starts or uh, evelyn starts uh first jumping yeah she decides that it's like okay if i do something fucking weird i could jump to somewhere and get some kind of random power so she just starts fucking doing it yeah and <laughs> like she does weird ass shit. yeah she just starts getting all these different powers what was At the this- first one where she uh picked a booger out of gong gong's nose and stuck it in his mouth yeah <laughs> just all this weird just unexpected shit um at this ver- at this time though the alpha verse has kind of anybody in that alpha verse is coming to this universe and kill to try and kill evelyn um so she's got to become as much like jobu as she can um, and then this is she an thinks epic. that's the only way it'll be a she'll be able to stop her as if she becomes like her. Yeah. So uh, she starts to uh, fight these Alphaverse goons. And I didn't take too many notes. This is just an awesome fight scene where she fights have all these well, we people. Skip past the sex room. Well, I, I mean, that's the scene I'm at. Yeah. They're yeah, in the office with the sex room. Yep. And she pretty much gets them all safe inside the sex room because she jumped to a universe where she was a maid and the guy who owns the room was like cleaning up this room yep. <laughs> after coming out with his dominatrix mm-hmm. and fucking oh yeah then I, oh then I have lose eyes <laughs> lose eyes because she does something fucking weird again and she goes to a universe where she was running and tripped and like stabbed both her eyes out and became like this great singer oh yeah okay Yep. And one of her skills that she acquired from that was like having really, really good breath control. Okay. So when they throw gas into the room to get them out, she, that's right. You know, that's right. Um, and then I have written down next the big nose girl and her dog. Yep. That's what I got to big nose with dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, big nose girl starts to use her dog on a leash, like uh, almost like Wayman uses fanny pack. Yeah, what the fuck is that weapon called? It's like a chain with a ball on it. Is but, it a flail? I mean, a flail has a handle, I think. Yeah. But this is just like a chain with like... I know they have them with knives on the end of them and with fucking, you know, swords on the end of them. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. I I know what you're talking about, yeah. Similar she to uses her dog flail. like that. Yes. <laughs> Where she'll like spit it around and fucking kick it and send it flying at her. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my god, that poor dog. I know, I felt so bad for it. Yeah, she like throws it to Evelyn, and Evelyn like snips the leash, and the dog just fucking goes flying. That's and after then, she uh, gains her uh, cook powers. Yes, with the knife. Grab, yeah, grabs two things off the ground and fucking slices the leash. Dog yeah. just goes fucking flying into the wall at a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, she takes care of Big Nose Girl, and then uh, she starts fighting. I never. Oh, the, is that the the cook guy? Right. Yeah. She starts fighting him, and. Uh, she needs to jump a universe and she's like, Oh, what's the wackiest thing I could do? And she looks over and there's the butt plug. And then it's a fight to over to see who can get that in their ass first. <laughs> and they Well, both- she never tries to put it in her ass. It's just him. He gets his new jump pad, which is 
clearly jump on this thing and jam it up you yeah and you'll learn like kung fu <laughs> yeah but she's like trying to prevent him from doing that yeah and in doing so <laughs> in this slow-mo scene the security guard with no pants on and blurred out genitals like comes <laughs> jumping over the cubicle and just right down on one of these butt parts. right on it yep and then it full force not even to give him a fuck <laughs> It proceeds to fight with this butt plug hanging out of his ass. I was dying laughing at this fucking scene. Oh, right. Because fucking the chef dude shows back up with something else sticking out of his ass, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, everybody just shove something up your ass and you'll learn Kung Fu. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? And then uh, she fends them guys off. And then I have down written down ripped pinkies. Yeah, that's when she jumps to a universe where she learned how to fight using only her pinkies. Yeah. So they're fucking super fucking <laughs> buff. She like flexes like her pinky. Yeah. Her pinkies have fucking like a six pack pretty much. Yeah. And uh she kind of gets out of that with these ripped pinkies. Uh but at this point, Jobu kills alpha waymond well yeah her mind starts splitting yeah and jobu comes up she's like i can fight you you know i just gotta use all my powers and then she like mega hurls like a gallon of vomit and yep. drops yep and uh then evelyn, that's when alpha waymond got killed yeah and then evelyn dies the end and then credits yeah that was that's everything everywhere all at once that's no no no. that's everything oh that's everything that's right yeah because we zoom out of the credits and we yep. find that we're back in one of the other <laughs> right. universes where she became a kung fu master yep and one of her movies was playing yeah i was i was legit like so confused at that moment because right? i'm like they did such a good job of like is this really the fucking end and then i like looked at how much time was left and i'm like there's no way there's an hour <laughs> worth of fucking credit. <laughs> so, and then, yeah, that's when the camera kind of zoomed out. Um, we kind of see more of the uh, raccoon tattooie. Raccoonie. You know, raccoonie. <laughs> Which is clearly like a ripoff of Ratatouille. ratatouille but it's a raccoon. raccoon. Yes. Um, they kind of jump through like a bunch of the different universes. Yep. At this point. This is where we get the part two everywhere. everywhere. So we come back to the party, the New Year's party. Um, right? Yep. Okay. And That's where everybody starts is yeah. at the party where Joy comes up with Becky and like Jobu like jumps into Joy. So Yeah. Yeah, Evan and Jobu start first jumping. Um Yeah, they talk for a little bit and she kinda explains what she's doing. A little bit yeah and how everything's pointless and this is where she takes her to the bagel um that's what i have written down next no not yet okay they're at the party they're talking um i wanted to point out for one thing i love fucking evelyn's sweater the one that says punk on the back yeah yeah <laughs> it's badass for like yeah. you know middle-aged fucking it's asian wife to wear yeah <laughs> And Jobu kind of shows her all her failings yeah. at this point. So we jump through some of the verses and we see 
like even though you had a good life doing this, you still failed at this point. Yeah. And then she takes her to the bagel and kind of shows her. First, they jump into rocks. Is that there? Are, are you talking the rock universe? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I have that coming up here. Yeah. Yeah. Because basically, Jobu wants Evelyn to feel how she feels. Yeah. And this is when I just have Evelyn causes chaos in like all the universes. She just. Yeah, that's going. all our failings. Yep. And uh, then we get to the rock universe. Where this is, this whole scene is a good, what, like four or five minutes long? Yeah. Yeah. Give or take. But yeah. Just like all sound stops. Yes. And it's and, subtitle reading. Yeah. Because yep. this is a world where, you know, life never existed on planet Earth. So they just became rocks. Became rocks. <laughs> After this scene, we cut to uh, Waymond telling Evelyn to be kind. She doesn't have to. Uh... We do find out that uh, the bagel pretty much equals suicide. Okay. Yeah. At this point. You step into a you fall into the fast nothingness. Yeah. The whole reason she Jobu made the bagel was to see if she could kill herself, essentially. Okay. Um, yes, Wayman tells Evelyn to be kind. You don't have to fight everything with violence and, and destruction. Um, yeah, I put it as the Wayman way of life. Yeah. So Jobu and Evelyn bring the bagel to her universe. Oh, God. You skipped over one of the parts that just... One part that really fucking hit me. Okay, go for it. Where she's in... Well, when Wayman's kind of explaining to her, you know, his how he's not a fighter, but he fights his own way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as he's walking away, he's like, in another life, I would have been happy doing laundry and taxes with you. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. That, I don't know, that whole scene right there just fucking hit me super okay. hard. Okay. It's like, yeah. you've been doing, like, the most mundane shit, you know? Yeah. He would have been happy as long as he was with her, you mm-hmm. know? And that was in her Kung Fu universe where she was a movie star and then he went on to be like some rich businessman or something. Yeah, and she wanted to get back with him in that universe and wouldn't have it. It's like you broke my heart already, you know? Nope, not allowing this, so. No, it was Um, just really, really sad. Yep. So Evelyn's got to get past a bunch of people in this universe now, but she fights them with love. Kindness. And her feet. And her feet. <laughs> yes. She goes to the hot dog universe, right? Or the hot dog finger universe? Yeah. Where everybody learned to use their feet like hands. <laughs> yeah. We see a whole scene of, uh, in this universe, fucking, she ended up getting with Miss Deidre. <laughs> yeah. Which we kind of skipped over that too, the whole, they keep coming back and forth to these scenes where, you know, she'll drop into this universe and see Miss DJ try to be all loving and stuff, and she's just being a cold bitch because, you know, she's against the whole gay thing. Yeah. Is that is that the scene where? No, or is that later where they start the uh, the hot dog universe? And they start coming mustard. Oh yeah, that was uh actually I think we passed that. Did we? The first time she goes to hot dog universe, I think. Okay. She's watching the TV and they're doing like this dance that uh I want to say it was supposed to be the king and I. It looked Is a it? lot like the it looked like it. But yeah. yeah. I've never seen that. So But, but uh, yeah, yeah, they end up 
coming mustard out of their <laughs> hot dog fingers. <laughs> just gallons of it. Just all out of their mouth. <laughs> yeah, it's just gross. It's uh, fucking hot. <laughs> I got all bricked up. Hey, it's what is it? Rule rule 43 or rule 34? 34. 34. Yeah. yeah. If it exists, <laughs> yes, it there's is. porn of it. There's porn of it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and then this is kind of where the googly eyes came into play, which I was waiting because on the DVD cover, like, it's all about these googly eyes. And I yeah. really didn't think they had that much of a, a role in this movie. Well, I mean, the googly eyes were like Wayman, you know? Because mm-hmm. that was his his way of life was like kindness and just putting goofy shit around and yeah. being, you know, this, like I said at the beginning, more of like a doting fucking goofy just husband you know yeah mm-hmm. so yeah they all have to like all of our enemies are lined up with guns and shit and they're all gonna like they'll just open fire essentially mm-hmm. <laughs> and all these fucking bullets just turn into googly eyes that's right yep um then i have written down some revelations i think like evelyn and jobu realize some shit because then we have the Evelyn and Jobu face-off. I have uh, no rules where all this shit. Yeah, because I don't have the showdown yet. I have no rules. And then she puppets a man. We yeah. kind of see her using the way Waymond way of life in all the universes where she had those failings. Mm-hmm. So she's going back and like changing, you know, essentially what happened. So she like puppets the raccoon guy to help him save his raccoon that's right yep and you know she comes up against a creepy old guy in the beginning who talks about her perfume and turns his grenade into like a perfume sprayer and sprays yeah. his face yeah and it reminds him of his wife so you know it's all these like really loving ways of doing stuff yeah like the bdsm guy is about to fucking like choke her out with something and she turns it into a ball gag and puts it in his mouth and then spanks him <laughs> you know <laughs> and everyone's happy you know she's making all these people happy as she goes by just being kind you yeah. know like i said there's just so much stuff to write down or take notes on it's just yeah. a lot a lot a lot happens in this but uh um we get to joy and uh joy and evelyn and she kinda evelyn kind of stands up to gong first and this is where he's mechagon. Yeah, this is where he's mechagon. Because, yeah. you know, his wheelchair transformed into like a body armor suit. Because, <laughs> you know, it's an Asian movie. So, yeah. <laughs> Gotta have like robot fight. Reminiscent of Tetsuo. <laughs> yeah. And she stands up to his old way saying, you know, this is my daughter and her girlfriend. Yeah. This is how we're living. You can't control us by your old ways or whatever. Yeah um joy asks evelyn to let her go let her you know just go into the bagel um she does but you know she comes back because that's what her dad did to her he let her go he didn't stop her and she's not going to make the same mistake that that he did um so she pulls her back she pulls jobu back from the brink essentially yep and uh yeah, after that, I just have we go back to the IRS, but uh, there's a pretty 
pretty heartfelt scene with Evelyn and Joy in the in the parking lot. Yeah. Where she kind of explains that even though there's only a few like little pieces of joy or happiness in your life, it's those moments that she wants to spend with her daughter because she's that important to her, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we go back to the IRS and they have a, a week now basically to get all this shit and they've got it all together and everything's kind of hunky dory. Yeah, last note I wrote was all at once. Yep. Yeah. And that's credits. So, yeah. It, uh, real credits. Real credits. This time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had to double check the timing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It was like eight, right. eight minutes left. Yeah. This is it. So, yeah. That is right, uh, everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. So, you want to take it off? I will go for Do it. Do it. All yes. Right. Um, this movie's wonderful. It is funny. It is touching. Um, some awesome, awesome fight sequences. There is just so much fucking detail in this movie to pay attention to. One watch through is not going to be enough. Like, I mean, I wish I had more time to watch it again before we talked about it because I'm sure there's plenty of stuff I missed. Oh, yeah. Um, the cinematography in this is fantastic. The. The quick cuts, they had a lot of quick Raimi like cuts. Um surprised you didn't mention anything about that. That was so well done. Um since this is fairly new and I know award season is coming up, I better hope to see this uh as a best picture nod because I am giving this ten out of ten butt plugs. Damn. Yes. Ten out of ten. Yes, this movie is fantastic. I cannot recommend this enough. I'm very happy, Gavin. Uh, I was it, not so. expecting that. Well, uh, I, I, this is a movie. It's for it's two hours and twelve minutes long, but uh, I will have no problem sitting down and watching this any other time. This yeah. this will be a repeat viewing. Oh, this dear. is definitely this is definitely a movie you can go back and watch plenty of times because you're gonna notice something new. Um, I before I get you, I, I had a film professor when I went to college say like. Um, I think it was like Citizen Kane was a movie she would watch. She'd watch like 30 times every time she watches it. She sees something new. That's going to be this movie for me. Every time I watch it, something new is going to jump out to me. Just because there's so much. So, yeah. yeah. 10 out of 10 butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Well, uh, like I said, I kind of saw the concept of this movie and wanted to watch it. So I went and saw it in theaters right away and I was literally blown away. I mean, I think I actually had texted you and Tyler. Yes. Saying you have to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like just because of how amazing it is. I mean, we have even tipped on a lot of the stuff that is in this movie. Yeah. But, I mean, there's so much to it. It's, it's yeah phenomenal it's one of those that it has me speechless and cinematography like I said is amazing the storyline is something completely unique and you know it's different it's something you haven't seen before so that alone is like a huge recommendation for me mm-hmm. and <clears throat> one thing about this movie um 
is it is a it's pretty much a love letter to suicide prevention yeah if you watch it watch it a few times and and i mean it's yeah like this movie had me bawling like a little bitch every time i've watched it i've seen it four times now (laughs) every time i watch it no matter what i end up fucking tearing up and you know it's it's really good and i landed on a also 10 out of 10 coming mustard fingers (laughs) (laughs) awesome so yeah that is our recommendations go see this movie um let's uh let's go see what the critics say imdb gives it an 8.1 out of 10 Uh, rotten tomatoes if can probably guess it is certified fresh 95 percent tomato meter 89 percent audience score and let's see as usual i do have some trivia nothing too crazy today though um do you know what letterboxd is by the way ever heard of that app slash website um, one no. of the, one of the podcasts i listen to they talk about it on there basically you can go and um catalog films you see and then rate them and um share with everybody and and stuff it is one of only three films ever to hold the number one spot on letterbox top 250. those other Damn. two those other two films being parasite which won best picture and my personal favorite the godfather which also won best picture so damn hopefully that's some foreshadowing <laughs> but yeah um, maybe yeah that'd be cool um and then just a couple of fun facts about the making of the film here all of the visual effects for this film were done by nine people including the two directors with the majority of these shots being done by a core group of five people none of these people went to school for visual effects they are all friends who taught themselves with tutorials they probably found on YouTube somewhere. Damn, that's crazy. So yeah, and they did a fantastic job. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And also in an unusual move, the majority of the film's scenes were shot at a high frame rate. This was done to give editors flexibility to put different parts in slow motion that weren't originally planned to be. So that goes in, you know, saying showing how some scenes just were just look so cool, like the uh the jumping on the butt plug and um or <laughs> The slow motion scene where she like jumps between them as they're both kicking at her and pulls both of their butt plugs out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's the uh, little trivia we got on that. Um, anything else? Uh, just, I wanted to highlight again, I mentioned this was an A24 film, like as if we needed any more um, reason to recommend this for those who don't know what a24 is or what films they've done they've done films like hereditary midsummer uncut gems ex machina uh let's see what other ones are on here the lighthouse i believe Lady Bird. all of their movies are just highly highly rated and i have not met one that is bad so yeah everyone i've watched has been fucking knocked out of the park yeah so if you're looking for a good movie to go watch like look for that a24 symbol it's gonna be good so yeah yeah but uh what's also good is uh heading over to social media and and, uh giving us a follow and uh, a like uh we are on instagram uh, search mfab podcast uh facebook page is still up uh we're never on it 
if you got any recommendations you want to send to us, uh, hit us on the Instagram or our email, mfabpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from listeners, fans. Uh, feedback's always fun. Yeah, and speaking of feedback, uh, we love it. So anytime you can, you know, give us that five-star review or, you know, maybe leave a comment saying how fucking A24 films are badass or suck or whatever you fucking want. You know, it doesn't matter. Just give us that, those feedback so we can, you know, make more podcasts. Yeah. Give you more content and do what we can. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Any final thoughts on everything, everywhere, all at once? I'm probably going to watch it again this weekend and I, probably cry like a little bitch again. <laughs> I probably will, too, to be honest with you. I've got uh, plenty of time. Oh, holy shit. What? Waymond is short round. Yes. How did we forget to mention that? Yeah. <laughs> Waymond hey. is short round from Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and Data from the Goonies, too. You mentioned yeah, and that. Data. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, that was supposed to be one of my trivia. This is his first film in like twenty four years. Yeah, um, I guess when he saw Crazy Rich Asians, he decided that uh, there was being more of an Asian presence that he was liking to see. So he okay, nice. decided to start going back and filming stuff again, which yeah. is cool. It's awesome. Yeah, and for he those does a great job for those who don't know, the main character is uh, Michelle Yao. She was um, the mom in Crazy Rich Asians. So yeah. Um, I knew she looked familiar from somewhere, but yeah. So <laughs> thanks for adding that in. I can't believe we almost forgot that. <laughs> Space the shit out of that. Yeah. So, uh, which makes me think now, like that's why his name was Waymond because doesn't, didn't he have a fucking speech impediment? Like maybe, I don't he, know. maybe, maybe he's <laughs> actually supposed to be Raymond. <laughs> My name's Waymond. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Well, I think that should do it for us today. Um, thanks once again for joining us. Super glad we're getting back going on this, having a lot of fun, and uh, look forward to uh, more episodes and more fun in the future. Can't okay, wait yeah. for, for next week. So, uh, yeah, uh, that'll be all for today. Once again, thanks for joining us. I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. We'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Next week on the MFAB Podcast, we reunite with some long-lost family. So until next time. That's a wrap. Cut. <laughs>